Hey, 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 we're hitting the books and it's been far too long. And so I apologize in advance. Let's get it. Hey, 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 we're hitting the books in this episode. All right, so we are hitting the books um, and I would just like to precurse this podcast with saying it's not that I haven't been reading. It's just that I haven't made podcasts about I've been reading and, you know, I'm in that final push for the school year. So my, my time is a little bit different than it normally is. And I'm trying to gear up for the conference here in, in, oh my gosh, it's a month away. Like, goodness, that just hit me. I should have been like celebrating harder today. The conference is officially a month away, the daughter's conference. So if you have a daughter, a teenage daughter, or you know someone, um, and they haven't signed up, please www.achanelmore.com slash registration for the daughter's conference. Okay, so um, one of the books I recently read by Sharon Jaynes, of course, um, Becoming a Woman Who Listens to God. And I actually, man, I actually finished this one in April and just didn't make time to do the podcast on it. But as you all know, Sharon Jaynes is like becoming one of my favorite authors. Um, I just love the simplicity of her messages. I love the humility behind her messages. I love the vulnerability of her messages and I love the application of what she does. And so this book is again, just another really good example of that, like sincerely wanting and desiring to be a woman who listens to God. And so it's, um, it's, it's really good. There are some stories that she shares that, that I have read in, in other books by her. Um, so it's not like a complete recap of of the other books but it's maybe two maybe three stories that I read that were like um oh I've read this before it wasn't in as great a detail as it was in the other books but it was kind of like this is familiar why and then I kind of you know reflected back on it but such a good such a good book um again just so applicable because uh, you know as Christ followers, we want to be people who listen to God. So it's not merely just about women listening to God. Like the book is, but I'm just saying as, as a Christ followers, we should all be people who want to listen to God. And so I love that she, you know, starts off with like the fact that God still speaks today. And it becomes so easy to read, to read your Bible and hear about God's interaction with mankind and messages that he, that he shared or prophesied to men and think like, where is that today? And so it was a good reminder that God still does what he does. Like he still speaks to us and he speaks through his word, which means that we need to be reading his word. And it's so it's the Bible is living and active. So God speaks through his word. And when you're still with the word of God, and read what he has said and what is not changing. Um, He begins to speak to you and show you how to apply it to today. But you got to read his word. Like you don't understand the application fully and you don't, you don't really hear him speaking to you in the moment like he can and like he wants to without you being in his word. Um, He speaks to the Holy Spirit, of course, you know, and, 
as believers, you know, we, we, we walk with a confidence and a faith that the, that the Holy Spirit lives in us. And it, it, it is very subtle, you know, you might not hear God just blatantly call your name, but there is like an inclination or a tug or something that you feel that you're like, ah, I need to go say this to that person, or I need to go do this, or I need to write about this. And those, those can be just the inklings of the Holy Spirit tugging at you and God speaking to you through the Holy Spirit. God speaks through prayer, of course. The, 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 the unique thing about this book and even going over it right now is that God does speak, but everything, <laughs> everything that she has titled for these chapters require us to be still and be in the presence of God to hear him. You know, like reading our reading our Bibles and being in his word. You got to be still and focus. Him speaking through prayer. But you got to be still and focus and, and anticipate him being present and speaking. God speaks through circumstances. There are a lot of things that happen around us that we're like, why did that happen? But honestly, if we're still enough and saying, God, will you show me why that happened? Will you show me how you were present in that? He'll speak to you through that. God speaks through other people. And I'm not saying just, you know, your random best friend or, or anything. But like the example I gave earlier, when you feel like an inkling or a tug or the, to, to maybe say something to someone that you know or don't know, but out of obedience to the Holy Spirit, like that's that's what it's calling you to do. Well, you could become one of those people that God is speaking through or God confirms something or affirms something that you've been praying about through someone that you know you haven't talked to about it with. And God speaks through creation. I mean, look around. Like all of this world can't just be a coincidence or an accident. There has to be something greater that made this happen. And when I think of children, you know, I think of pregnancy and childbirth. Like, you know, like a, a, a person is inside of someone's stomach in water and then they come out and then they're like breathing air. Like that happens. Like a, a, a whole person develops in somebody's stomach and it develops Literally, like from, from a sperm and egg, like that's amazing. That's amazing. And I've read in the past that, that if a mom is sick, that the healthy cells in a baby's body, because of how they're connected, can actually try to fight off that illness too. Like that's phenomenal. And that cannot be an accident. That's, and that's those things that God just wants us to be still and like process that and see him in that. And so the, the, the first part of the book was about God speaking and how God really speaks to us. And then the second part was about, hey, like there are counterfeits and imposters that, you know, you have the world's voice that unfortunately we listen to a lot of the times, probably more than God's. We have our own voices which unfortunately we listen to a lot of the times. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't need to listen to my own voice. Like I have got me into plenty of trouble. 
So the last thing I really need is to listen to my own voice. And the last thing I need to do really is to be listening to the world's influence on me as well. And then she says, and the deceiver's voice, Satan. Satan is constantly speaking and trying to create this counterfeit for you to listen to him rather than the word of God. But again, if you're present in the moment and you're slowing down and you're spending time with God, then it's that much easier for you to not be influenced by anything that is not, that is not him. You can recognize the deceiver's voice when you know God's voice. It's just like the example with, with, with counterfeit money. How, how do tellers recognize counterfeit money? They study the real thing so that anything that doesn't look like it, they automatically know that's not it. Not because they study a bunch of different counterfeit bills, but because they study the real bill. And then the last part, I think it's the last part, actually. Oh, no, it's two more parts. So the next part is barriers to hearing God's voice. So the distractions that we face, dips of emotion where, you know, a lot of times we get on this 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 high as Christians and then it kind of comes down. And then, you know, like we're not passionately pursuing God, how we maybe put up walls of sin and sin does tend to cause shame. And so maybe there's barriers that are causing us to not hear God's voice because we put up a wall between he and I, spiritual depletion, running ourselves ragged, being tired. And again, not, not giving enough energy into hearing God speak, retracted antennas and unbelief. So essentially, you know, like not tapping in to God and questioning God, disbelief and God actually being willing to speak to us. And then lastly, she talks about bridges to hearing God. How can we begin to hear God? What, how can we clear our plates? And it's simple. Prepare to listen to God. And there are blessings of listening to God. But be prepared and be willing and expect to hear him speak to you. And he really, really will. And it's just, it's always good to have these reminders. And um, I will say in this book as well, she's had like a little study guide se- section as well. And um, that's always nice. If if you're like a, a workbook person, again, I've said I'm, I'm not really, to be honest, but I know people are. And so that's very important to you. Then, hey, there's a workbook, kind of a workbook section in the back of the book so you can go back and pile up some notes. And so I will share this um, excerpt from Retracted Antennas, uh, that chapter. How many times have we been like those Israelites who didn't want to hear God's voice? We listen to a pastor, but don't expect God to speak to us. We take notes from a respected Bible teacher, but don't take the time to search the scriptures for ourselves. We tune into a radio personality rather than tune into our Heavenly Father, who longs to speak words of encouragement, instruction, and truth. I think sometimes we are afraid of what he's going to tell us. And yet he's already promised us blessings if we obey. And that's a hard truth to swallow. That we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity for relationship. We have a God who wants to speak to us and engage us and love on us and share and, and dream even with us. But sometimes we don't want to do it because we're afraid of what God may say or may not say. And 
most importantly, we're maybe afraid of whether or not we're going to actually obey whatever it is. And that's what makes it difficult for us to hear God. When you are not sure you're going to obey whatever it is he tells you, it makes it that much harder to hear God more clearer. Let's become people who listen to God. Let's become people who make up in our minds in advance. We're obeying God. Whatever it is he says, we, we, we give him our yes. And I know it's so easy to say and really, really hard to do. And I don't sit here and pretend like I've got it all figured out. And well, you just do this. You just say this. No, it's hard. But I guarantee life will be better. Thanks for hitting the books with me. Till next time.